Always to God be the glory. Amen. Malachi, last book in your Old Testament. Malachi, not Malachi. Some people might say, God bless you. Anyhow, praise God. Malachi 3. Praise God. Let's pray. Father, thank You for Your Word. Thank You for Your truth, God. Thank You for all You're doing, God. Lord, we're nothing without You. We can't do, Lord, anything without You, Lord. And God, we just lean on You and ask You to help us tonight, Lord. God, give us ears to hear. Help us truly to have a hunger, Lord, to be doers of Your Word. Fill us with truth. We give You the glory. We give You the thanks. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody said, Amen. Malachi 3, verse 1. says, Behold, I will send my messenger... And he shall prepare the way before me. Anybody remember John coming in Matthew? And the Lord whom you seek shall suddenly come to his temple. Even the messenger of the covenant whom you delight in. Behold, he shall come, saith the Lord of hosts. Here's a question. But who shall, who may abide the day of his coming? Who shall stand when he appeareth? For he is like a refiner's fire, like a fuller's soap. And he shall sit as a refiner, a purifier of silver. And he shall purify the sons of Levi, purge them as gold and silver, that they may offer unto the Lord an offering in righteousness. God bless you. You can be seated. How many have heard the uh, phrase, fight fire with fire? Well, I want to talk to you a little bit tonight. Now, don't fight the fire. Jesus, when He comes, the Bible says one thing about His ministry is that it would be like a refiner's fire. Fire that would purify. I know that in our lives we need mercy. We need grace. Without it, none of us would ever stand a chance. And I thank God. and can't thank God enough for His grace and for His mercy. Don't ever want to feel like it's being downplayed in any way. But I remember what Paul said about the grace of God. He said, I received the grace of God and it was not given to me in vain. When God gave him a chance that he didn't deserve to have. He took that chance and labored, he said, more than any of the other disciples. More than any other apostles. He didn't just take that grace for granted. And I feel like in this generation that we're living in today, so often we use the grace of God as an excuse to just go on our way. Hey, sometimes we fail. That's all right. You can say amen. amen. Sometimes we stumble. Every one of us. Right. Praise God. And that's when we still need that mercy of God. But I don't ever want that to just be what I rely on and don't say, God, I want you 
not only to show me mercy and grace when I stumble, but God, purify me. First John says, if we sin, it doesn't just take for granted and say, ah, you're going. No, these things were given to us. These words were given to us that we would not sin. But if we sin, hallelujah, we have that payment, that propitiation. We have an advocate. Hallelujah. The Bible tells us that He would cleanse us from our sins. He would purify us from our sins. The sanctifying work of God is, is forgotten by so many. The, the, the power of God that would not only reconcile us and bring us into that relationship with God, but it would work on us, cleanse us, get us farther away from the things that were destroying us. Bring us closer to the things that are pleasing to God. Help us grow. The Word of God sanctifies us. Jesus said that in His prayer in, in John 17. He says, sanctify them in thy truth. Thy Word is truth. In Ephesians, the Bible talks about being washed with the water of the Word of God. It will clean your life. This attitude that says, well, God's mercy, God's grace hides His eyes from my sins. Listen to me. He'll cleanse you. He'll wash you. He'll purify you and purge you. You'll see this so much in the Word of God. You don't see this idea, well, everybody's just a sinner. Everybody just continues on in their sin and that God's, uh, God's mercy somehow hides his, blinds his eyes to that. No, 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 no. You'll see a God that comes with a refining fire. The Word will burn in your life. Burn out the chaff. Burn out what, what is worthless. Burn out those things that have no value to them. Amen. God, I, I want God to go through my life. I want God to go through my mind and go through my heart and go through my deeds and my actions and say, God, give me a life that is purified to, to please you. Because sin's never done you any favors. Sin's never been your friend. Jesus did not come to merely forgive us of sin, but that He would cleanse our lives and change us. He'll change the way you think. He'll change your, your desires. Amen. He'll change your heart. Hallelujah. He'll give you a heart that loves Him. He'll give you a heart that can't stand this world. He'll give you a heart for heaven. He'll give you a desire for things that are clean and pure and holy. Amen. He'll change every part of your life. I, I don't think it's ever appropriate to call yourself a child of God, to call Him the Lord of your life and say, well, I don't think God really cares about that. Hey, I want to tell you, your whole life needs to be a living sacrifice to Him. God's not interested in that. God wants to be Lord of all your life. God wants to have, have teach you and lead you that you can be the, the, the best testimony you could ever be. Amen. His Word will do that. His Word, you, I thank God for those that have, have, have been uh, mentioning. Brother Mike talking about different messages that have been preached here recently. Others as well. I'll tell you, let the Word of God work on you. 
Don't come into the house of God and just leave the same way you came. But let that word purify you. Let that word wash you. Let it challenge you. We've said it so many times. I'm getting somewhere here tonight. But we've said it so many times. People come in. Oh, wow, he's preaching to me. He's picking. No, no, no. I am preaching to you. I want God to help you. Amen. I want you to make it to heaven. Hallelujah. I want to see you in heaven. I want to get to heaven. Lots been said here tonight about going to heaven. Hallelujah. I, I want to make it. A lot of different people putting a lot of different pressures on people. And, and uh, I don't care. I want to be saved. Amen. I don't care. I don't care about my reputation. I, I want to be saved. Uh, I know there's a lot of people that don't understand. Not a lot of people take the time to try to understand. I figured that out after, you know, after being troubled and people just misunderstand you and people jump to conclusions. I find out the ones that want to try to understand, they're going to make an effort. The other ones I can't do anything about. But I can control my walk with God. I can make sure I'm taking steps toward Him. Amen. Hallelujah. The Word will purify you. And I believe that's God's will. I believe that's God's will, that, that the Word of God, you praying, coming into the house of God, studying the Bible yourself, coming into the house of God, prayed up, praying for me. I believe the preaching will deal with you. You say, well, brother, I, I just I want God to work on me. I, I want everything to be right. You just listen one step at a time, and, and He'll start leading you down the road. You'll find out after a while you're closer to heaven than you ever were. You're closer to the will of God. You're closer to, 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 to holiness. And God will deal with you. But I have found, praise God, that sometimes there is a need to learn, a need that, whether it is not God's first choice, or maybe, well, we just trust God that He knows what He's doing. Sometimes it is the fire that purifies us. And the thing is, I appreciate so much of what I've been hearing around here. It's a, it is one of the signs of, of maturity in a child of God that says, God... This isn't so easy today, but you lead on. Amen. A child is going to whine a lot, complain a lot, when things aren't so comfortable. Amen. But when you grow up, you realize sometimes you got to go to work. Sometimes you got to dig in. Sometimes it's not always easy. Praise God, but there's a reason for it. Praise God. And that reason supersedes my comfort level. Amen. Jesus said, I'm going to come and there's going to be a refiner's fire to purify the sons of Levi. We are those kings and priests of the New Testament. The ones that are offering up a sacrifice like the sons of Levi. And he said, I want you to be able to lift up holy hands. I want you to be able to, to tell others about uh, uh, this need for reconciliation, this need for a Savior. But first, I've got to make you holy. Right. Remember in uh, Psalm 51, we read it 
uh, when talking about getting back to our first love and talked about, he said, then will I teach them that are out in the way. Amen. Then I'll be able to tell them about you. But first, I've got to get right. Zechariah, let me read it to you. You want to turn back to it? I'll probably be done before you get to it. But Zechariah 13.9 says, I'll bring the third part through the fire. And we'll refine them as silver is refined. Zechariah 13.9. We'll try them as gold is tried. They shall call on my name and I will hear them. I will say it is my people and they shall say the Lord is my God. Who are these that are saying the Lord is my God? The ones that came through the fire. Praise God. The ones that were refined by... The fire wasn't their enemy. Don't fight the fire. Don't waste your time in the fire. When you feel like the fire is being burning in your life, you look up and say, God, what are you doing in me? Is there a need for more faith in me? Praise God. Is there a need for more holiness in me? Is there a need for dedication in my life? Is there a need for me to wake up? Or maybe you feel like everything's just as good as it could be. And you can look around and say, I'm doing far better than a lot of other people around me. But then the fire starts coming. And you start praying. And you say, what? I I didn't realize that. That was in me. I didn't want to admit. I, I thought I had a good reason for that. The fire will burn away all the things that, that keep us from reflecting the image of God. He said, I'll bring a third part through the fire and we'll refine them. There's a work that God does in us that can only be done in the fire. But will we let Him? Brother was sharing with me this week about some of the trials he was going through. And, and now God just dug down a little bit deeper. Hear me, church. Hear me. This isn't just sermonizing. I've seen so many people that the fire was meant for good. The fire was meant to purify them. God doesn't want you to be lost. And God hasn't forsaken you when things get difficult. He'll be right there with you in the fire. But people fight that fire. And they say, why God? And, 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 and rather than say, God, I'm, I'm going to go through this refining fire with you. I'm going to go through it. They, 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 get, they get angry, get bitter. Get, they run from it or they fight with it until... God can't do what He wanted to do. And the things that God was trying to get out of them become a stumbling block to them. Amen. I've seen it. Oh, I've seen people fail on the mountaintop. I've seen people fail when in the day of prosperity. But God takes us through trouble. God takes us through battles. And He's got a purpose in it. He's got a plan in it. Do you realize this world is not our home? This is not what we were created to be. I know your plans are all caught up in the here and now, but there's an eternity ahead that God's getting us ready for. And if you're looking for ease and you're looking for comfort and you're not looking for the lessons that God is trying to teach you and the purifying that He will do, you're going to miss it. 
God will be your strength when there's tears. Anybody know it's true? God will be your strength when you're fearful. Amen. I know there's a lot of confusion with people. I, I'm not sure why, but we're not. We don't like the sister said. We don't. We're not have a spirit of fear. But that doesn't mean we don't face things. Sometimes we have to fight that fear, and deal with some things that we're not excited about. Amen. But God will hold your hand in those times. There are some times where God will reveal Himself more closely and more of a friend and more of a, a, a shelter to you because of the battle. But you got to let Him. Amen. Too often we, we, we get upset and angry. Why me when God is working? God is, is purifying you. God is refining you. We're familiar with the scripture in First Peter, First Peter one. Can we let him work? Can we trust him? Brother was saying something tonight about woman just saying what she was supposed to say, so she wouldn't be incarcerated. God will get down to the real you. Amen. God will get down past the surface. You can only put on for so long. You can only just play along for so long. And then, and then the fire will be applied. We'll find out what's really going on. Find out what the... You say, oh no, the, the fire, the trials, they, they make the man, they make the... No, it reveals. Amen. We're not going to turn to it, but there's a place... That Paul is talking to the Corinthian church and he's talking about their lives and some of it is, is gold and, and precious stones and some of it's wood, hay, and stubble. But the fire is going to show what it really is going to last. There's going to be a, a, a fire that's going to be applied to our lives and, and what's really that of substance will stand the test. Say, I was doing so good until the trouble came. No, the trouble just revealed how good you were doing. I can smile when everything's easy without God. Amen. Did you ever, anybody at a job, round on bonus day? Raise God, people are excited. Amen. But when things are tough, that's when you need God. First Peter 1 verse 7 says that the trial of your faith being much more precious than gold that perisheth. I want to remind somebody of that. To believe that. I say that knowing that that's a tough scripture to really believe when you're facing the trial. I'm not trying to say words that, that ring empty to you. I'm telling you what God said. That that fire is more precious than gold. Amen. That trial, though you might have money in the bank, what would it profit you to gain the whole world and lose your soul? 
God's working on the purity of your character. God's trying to get your attention to let go of some things that you should have been holding on to too long. God's trying to get some people's attention saying, you know what? You need to be, you need to open up your heart to God and be more real than you've ever been. To get down and say, God, I try to bring us away from pride and to be humble before Him. Sometimes to get us away from selfishness and to care about other people. Sometimes it takes a fire to teach us those hard lessons. Say, well, we make an excuse sometimes and say, well, it's just hard for me. Well, God will, will match that difficulty because He loves you enough to not let you continue on with something that's going to cause you to stumble. The trial of your faith being much more precious than gold that perisheth. I know it's easy to, to just worry and fret and just lose it when everything goes wrong. But God tries our faith so that we can exercise our faith and be living by faith. You don't know what it means. The Bible says the just shall live by faith. Three times in the Word it says the just shall live by faith. You don't know if you're living by faith until that faith gets tested. Saying you have faith and exercising that faith whenever things seems to be impossible. To be able to stand up on the ship in the midst of the storm that looks like all hope is lost and be able to say, Sirs, I believe God. That's faith. Faith is not just every time I face trouble, I, I just I crumble until the trouble's over. Like I said, I can do well when everything's easy. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. When everything looks hopeless, but you can say, I believe God. Amen. Trial of your faith being much more precious than gold that perisheth. Do you believe the word? Then God's not forsaken you when it's difficult. God's not turned His back on you when you don't sense His presence. Amen. But He's working in you to truly walk by faith. If I could always feel Him, I wouldn't need faith. Because feeling in faith. Amen? Praise God. I said feeling is not faith. But knowing He's with you when you don't feel Him. Knowing He's there for you when you have all, all your mind is telling you that, that it's, hope is gone. Faith says, I know what He said. He's not a liar. He's not going to change. Amen. He's the same yesterday and today and forever. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Trial of your faith being more precious than gold that perisheth. That means when I don't feel Him, when I don't see Him, when I don't hear Him, that's more valuable to me to, that my faith is tried. Are you going to still serve Him? When you don't understand Him, are you going to serve Him? Amen. What kind of almighty, all-knowing, omniscient, all-present, omnipresent, what kind of God will you understand everything He's doing? To have to... Trust Him. God, you explain it to me. That's not faith. 
God, I have to know why you're doing this. You said you'll work all things together for good. How is it good? Oh, he's king. You watch how you march in and tell king how he ought to do his business. Amen. God, tell me, I don't understand it. God shakes his head and said, you don't understand much. You think you've understood it up to this point? Come on. You think you can understand why I saved you? Does it make sense to you that you're even going to come into the gates of my heaven? Hallelujah. You think you got that figured out? When you try to make God accountable to you and your understanding, you have stopped walking by faith. I have to feel it. I have to hear it. I have to see it. I have to understand it. Where does faith enter into that? It's more precious than gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found to praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. I know it doesn't seem like this, but I want to tell you something about God. He doesn't just throw you right into the fire. He'll test you. Praise God. Sometimes you don't realize. You say, oh, God, I can't handle this. It's too much for me. And he says, you'll get past kindergarten, child. Amen. Some of you know what I mean. Some of you that have been living for God for a while, you say, you know what? I remember trials. I thought, oh, it can't get any worse than this. This is terrible. This is horrible. And then you got through that. And you started facing real troubles. (laughs) Amen. I want to tell you, God's going to help you. He's got His hand. He knows. He knows just, just where you're at and where He wants to take you. Trust Him. He's got a plan for you, for your future, with how He wants to work in you and use you. And He is walking with you. And He's got a plan even in that fire. John 15, what a great scripture this is. John 15, verse 1. Gospel of John. He said, I am the true vine. My Father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. A selfish branch will not abide on the vine. Amen. Amen. If you're more interested in show and leaves and how people think you are, rather than truly producing fruit of the Spirit, he'll take you away. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. Where does that put eternal security? Once saved, always saved. He said, every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. Every branch now, here's the part that people stumble over. Every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it. Amen. You prune it. Some of you that are a little more knowledgeable, have a little more of a green thumb than I do, you know what it means to just snip away this and snip away that. Why would you cut at a plant that you love so dearly? Because you know. You know there's some things that it's going to try its best to put its energy into that are vanity, that are worthless. Cut that away. Amen. 
God, cut away anything in me that's taken me away from you. Every branch that beareth fruit, He purgeth it that it may bring forth more fruit. God's got a plan. Pruning process. The purging process is part of the refining. Hallelujah. In our personal life, and this is what I've been focusing on most of this message, each one of us individually. God burns away the, in one place he talks about the wheat and the chaff is that part that's not useful. And he burns that away. Purifies us. In the illustration of refining metal, the fire is applied. The dross, or some of us would call it the, 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 the impurities, the slag, if you will, that would come to the surface. You scrape that off. It was down in it, but the fire brings it to the surface. Oh, don't you hate that process? I'm not talking about metal now. I'm talking about your life. Something comes to the surface. Oh, I didn't believe it was there. Oh, why is that there? The fire brings it out. God, get it out of me. Get it out of me. Amen. The fire burns away impurities so that we can glorify God even greater. Our flesh, our will, it, it holds us back. It keeps us. Some of the things that are in our lives, and we've been preaching about it here in our minds, it, it uh, the stumbling blocks. It hurts your testimony. Amen. There's some things that you might just be able to live with, but Jesus says, you know, just just lay that down. You'll be a better testimony. Praise God. You'll be you'll shine better for me. And God takes us through this personal purifying, this refining, to make us more effective. To draw us closer to God as well as help us to be a better soul winner. To bring God more glory. It's our desire, but we kind of get distracted from that. And, and God likes to burn out the things that cause us to be distracted. But I want to spend a little bit of time here after all that. I want to talk about us as a church. I want to talk about the body of Christ. I've seen, just being very, very, just blunt about it over the years, There's, it's hard for some people to get past the idea of just constantly looking at themselves, looking at their hearts, looking at that, that purifying process, and that's good. But it's important that you realize you're part of a body. To realize that together we need to grow together. We need to be to be effective in God. We need we need that unity. We need to realize that we affect one another and and be able to work together greater. You know I have found also with fiery trials and trouble many many times i know in my life i've seen it sometimes things are going well and you take people for granted and then trouble hits and i've seen people get more selfish and in trouble turn their back on their their spouse or their friends you've seen it too 
where people just that that selfishness. Things get tough and and they harden their hearts a little bit more. But that same fire that hits others, if you'll let God work in you, it'll bring you closer to the people in your life. I've seen hardships work in marriages, work in families, work in friendships that have forged friendships that will last a lifetime. I I've remember a man standing up one time at a meeting I was at and and uh I don't remember just how it fit in appropriately, but the man said there have been some battles that that Brother Flosser and I fought side by side and and because of that we forged more than just a friendship, a bond that's that, that is beyond that and and that's the will of God. I, we're living in such a selfish day. The idea of people being lovers of their own selves is... It, it, it just blows my mind day by day. It really does. And as we see this world getting so chaotic, seeing the how just crazy things are, the church needs to let that fire bind us together to wake us up and say hey I need somebody praying with me I need somebody helping me in the hard times to see what I need to see it, it, it needs to bring us closer together in a unity that says you know what I, it's going to burn away some of the useless things I'm going to tell you something we're all different people amen if I can be married for 35 years, praise God, and be closer than ever to that woman on the front row, thank God for that friendship, but be so different in so many different ways. But you know what? When you face troubles and problems and trials, realizing that a lot of that stuff you get worked up doesn't really matter that much. Amen. Patience. Not only patience, but just recognizing, you know what, so much of the nonsense, what's it going to matter when they're gone? So you know what? You just realize that's foolish. That's what the house of God needs. A recognizing that so many things that distract us and and the devil tries to use to pull us apart, we ought to be able to say, devil, you're such a liar. Amen. If anybody's got quirks, I got the most of them. Amen. We ought to have that attitude. And say, you know what, but I need my brother. I need my sister. I need to be the the body of Christ to be active. Because when we start tearing one another down, amen. Are you hearing me tonight? When we start picking one another apart, Bible says in the book of Galatians, we devour, you be careful, you're devouring your own self. Paints a picture of the people that you're attacking being your own body. And fire will either cause you to flee and stumble or help you learn that there's a lot of things that really don't matter. You say, where's that in the Bible? How about forbearance? How about forgiveness? 
Amen. How about patience? Praise God. Jesus, Jesus looked at the Pharisees. And I know, I, I know I've... People that I've prayed for, people that I... That feel like they're just so, so dedicated. That they don't realize Jesus said, you know... You're forgetting the weightier matters of the law. Weightier matters. How everything is is just such a huge issue that you just pound and destroy. And no, 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 no. He said, "What about mercy? What about faith? What about judgment?" Amen. We need to learn how to how to pray for one another like never before. We need to be able to see our brother being weak. Hey, we're coming up to the end. I believe this Bible talks about great tribulation. Amen. Can I tell you, we're going to need one another. We're going to need that kind of praying and that kind of unity that works together and loves one another. This this childishness that picks one another apart. Fire and trouble brings us together. I think I said this recently, and I want to say it again. Uh, God's church is not immune to trouble. Read your Bible. These people went through some trouble. I know these last days we say, oh, God would never put us through tribulation. He'd have to apologize to the first church for the trouble they went through. I'm telling you what, people being beheaded, people being stoned, people being crucified. Amen. First century didn't have it easy. And there's still people in this world today being martyred in other countries. God help us. Fire will purify us. Fire will refine us and make us the church that's going to come right up to the end of Jesus returns. Look what it says in Hebrews. Hebrews 12 verse 26. Whose voice then shook the earth, but now he hath promised, saying, Yet once more I shake not the earth only, but also heaven. And this word, yet once more, signifieth the removing of those things that are shaken. There's a shaking going on that's going to either settle you on the foundation, prioritize your life for the kingdom of God, or it's going to shake you to pieces. You let God put you on a solid foundation, you'll never be moved. As those, as of things that are made, that those things which cannot be shaken may remain. You start realizing when fire starts being applied to your life, you start responding with faith. You're going to realize sometimes, sometimes, you know, trouble. I kind of say this tongue-in-cheek, but troubles never comes at a convenient time. Trouble always happens when... Well, when is it ever? When is it ever convenient to have trouble? But you know what I mean. It comes at the most inconvenient time. Hallelujah. So what are you going to do? When the fire starts being applied, I refuse to back up. You need to have an attitude. Listen, church. I'm telling you, when there's trouble going on, you need to dig in. It's time to pray harder, not less. 
It's time to shout louder and not look around. Amen. It's time to dig in. Praise God. When you know your brother's fighting, your sister's fighting, it's time to dig in and help them fight. Amen. When you recognize maybe it's a little tougher for the preacher to go ahead and preach, you're going to dig in a little bit more. Amen. Hallelujah. You just don't know. Some of you are so encouraging. Some of you don't realize how, how tough it is sometimes when things aren't going good. Service got to go on. You could sit back and just go ahead and look at them and, 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 you know, roll your eyes and get focused on them and whisper about how messed up they are and what they're doing. That's not helping church. That's not helping revival. That's, that's distracting even the preaching. Amen. But when you say, hey, he, he's having a tough time, I'm going to back it up a little bit more. I'm going to shout a little bit higher. I'm going to dig in a little bit more. Hey, you're being a help. We're working together now. Somebody gets saved. Somebody gets help. The devil gets that shouted out of the house. Amen. You helped. Amen. Oh, praise God. God bless you. You can be seated. We are playing church. Fire's coming in your life. Are you going to let it dig you in? Oh, you know what? When fire comes, I know what I, I I just isolate myself. I just try to run away. I don't want to. I don't. Hey, no, 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 no. I, I got to dig in a little bit more. Devil, you're a liar. I'm not going to do your will. I'm going to do God's will. Hey, there's going to be fire. There's going to be trials. Amen. Hallelujah. But what are you going to, how are you going to respond? See, because the thing is, there's a, there's a purpose in the fire. How long has God been trying to work on you to try to bind you into the family of God? Get you to overlook all the, all, all the pettiness and start seeing that there's people, families, loved ones, people that you're going to need praying with you. People you're going to, you think, oh, I can make it. I don't need all that. This Bible tells me, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. But the second is like, if you need your neighbor. You need to be loving them. Jesus said that. You're not going to make it. If all you say is, I don't care about anybody else but myself and God, we got our own thing going, right? Mm-mm. Not according to this book. Hallelujah. God's got a church. God's got a body. Amen. God's got a people. And when you're helping that hand and you're helping that foot, you're helping that eye, you're helping that ear, you're helping yourself. Praise God. It's time to realize that fire doesn't have to destroy you. What it is is a purifying fire. When God's working in you, praise God, He's going to make you what you need to be. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Hallelujah. That fire in your life is not only working to purify you in your personal walk with God, but trying to work in the church. I've seen it. Sister Abby, come on up and play something if you would, please. Times where... God help us. Times where I've seen the fire so obvious... Oh, now's the time. Now's the time. Somebody's going to rise up. Somebody's going to really just say, hey, now it's, it's no longer time to play games. We need to press on in and bind together and work and, and labor together. I'll tell you, when it gets the toughest, that's when you really know who the warriors are, where the soldiers are. When it gets the toughest... When the fire's the hottest, that's when you realize who's really got a heart for revival. Oh, I thank God for men and women who have risen up in this last day.
and said, it's not been easy. But oh, hallelujah, we're going to have revival. We're going to see a move of God. Every service, I'm going to put my heart into this. When it's difficult, when I've had a hard day, I'm going to give God my best. Because the fires brought you to that place. The fires, some of you yet, God's been working on you, trying to show you your place in the body. Your place where we bind together and fight the enemy together. Oh, hallelujah. You gotta, God's trying to give you this vision. God's trying to give you this understanding that when it's the toughest is when you're needed the most. When the pressure's on, when the fire's hot, God's going to work in you. Oh, God. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Come on, find a place to pray. Work in this church, God. I've been praying. I've been praying more than ever before. Lord, burn out the impurities. Burn out the selfishness. Burn out the pride, God. Burn out the self-centeredness, God. Oh, hallelujah. Burn out immaturity, God. And Lord, give us soldiers. Give us laborers, God. Give us helpers, God, that have a, a burden, have a vision for when it gets tough. Lord, we got to fight even harder. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Nehemiah had had men that were laborers and warriors all at the same time. And he said they got that wall up because they had a mind to work. Oh, God, help us. Help us not to be so distracted in this last day. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. The proof of uh, of your faith, the proof of proof of your dedication, your burden is not when everything's easy, but it's when the fire has been applied. It's when the fire is burning. Hallelujah! Oh, glory to your name, God. Jesus, 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 work in this church, God. Work in our lives. I thank you for my church family. I thank you for the burden. I thank you for the... Hallelujah for each one here, Lord. That cares about revival. That cares about souls. That cares, oh, about truth. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Purify us, refine us. Unity, church, unity comes when we have a unified vision. When we're fighting for the same purpose. We're fighting for the same reason. David said, is there not a cause? You understand the cause. You're willing to step out and face a giant because you understand the cause. Fire will burn away everything that isn't built on that cause. 
Oh, help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Bind us together. Bind us together. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, hallelujah. 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 Oh, thank you, Jesus. You might not realize it today like you need to, but we need one another. We need one another. God's working in this last day, and we need the people of God. He's not called us all by ourselves, but He's called us to His body. Each one member doing their purpose. And we need to support, strengthen, and pray for one another like never before. Oh, hallelujah. Let's all stand, God. I pray for my church family. I pray for my brothers and my sisters, Lord. I pray, God, that you would refine us. That you would, Lord, get us, Lord, seeing the the same cause, Lord. Fighting the same battle, Lord. Lord, strengthening one another, Lord. And realizing there's not enough time left, God, to be playing games. But, God, I pray, put a zeal in us. Put a, Lord, hallelujah. Come on, reach out to God tonight in the name of Jesus. Lord, I know the enemy's fighting, but, God, you're working. You're working, Lord, in your people. We've got victory over the enemy. We've got victory over the enemy, God. Put your fire in us and refine us, Lord. Purify us, God. Lord, help us to rise up in this last day. Lord, and to do your work, God. Lord, to have your vision of what needs to be done. Lord, you've planted us here. You're working in us, Lord. Show us our place. Show us, Lord, how you'd use us. Show us, Lord. Lord, how we can strengthen one another. Lord, show us how you can, Lord God, be glorified in a greater measure. Oh, Lord, I thank you, God. Lord, I pray for each one here tonight, Lord, each family. God, that as you purify us, as you refine us, God, God, give us understanding. Give us, Lord, wisdom on how, Lord God, to to move forward from this point, God, day by day, teaching us and leading us. Lord, to do your will. Lord, bless your people now, I pray. Keep us safe as we travel, Lord. And God, just shine your light through us. Bind our hearts together, Lord. We give you all the glory, all the praise. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. God bless you, church.